0: You are now tuned in to the, the Windy, Windy City, City Benders, Benders Podcast. This is WCVP.
1: All right. It's another edition of the WCVP Podcast. It's Jerem. It's Tanner. What's up,
0: bud? <laughs> not much, man. Just uh, having one. a good time. Having a good time. Had to uh, stretch out
1: that pause. And not much to talk about. This is like, yeah, very last like episode of... Still in the still in the dead air with, with shit. Yeah, Which,
0: pretty yeah. much. Is All there is, is is signings. No exciting things. And it's not even like anything Hawks related.
1: No. Um, literally my list for Hawks Hawks talk is empty. Uh the only thing that just hit me that I remember was um something Puck Report put out there, I think last weekend, that um Bill Wert no Wirtz. What's wow, why am I blanking on Wertz's kid's name?
0: Rock. Oh, wait. Yeah. Rocky? Danny. Danny.
1: Danny Wurtz, right?
0: Yeah, what I'm, it's Bill Rocky Danny.
1: Danny. Okay. I don't know why I just blanked <laughs> out to
0: Danny. Well, yeah, because then you said Bill and I was like, right, yeah. hey, Rocky? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Danny Wirtz came out and said like he quadrupled down that the Black Hots have no intention of changing their logo. That oh, yeah. they want to continue to use it to educate and to make good with the the native community and, and help get their story and their history and, and all that out there. And it's not going to be enough for people to hear that. But you know what? I'm glad he came out and he's saying, not just saying, hey, we're not changing the logo. He's saying, hey, we're not changing the logo because dot, 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 dot which has been, I think, the difference make in the, in the past. And hopefully that starts making things a little bit easier for people to accept the fact that the logo's here to stay.
0: Yeah, and I think that, I mean, they really came out and said that because, what was it, the Portland Winterhawks just recently yeah. updated their logo and jerseys. And they used to have the Indian head logo on their jerseys too. You mean- now it's like a, a hawk with like a mountain and stuff like in the neck area. I mean their jerseys are sick.
1: They're new ones. Mm-hmm. We haven't yeah, seen they don't, one. no, they're
0: really nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they have like they kind of like took the Seattle Kraken like theme for the colors in the in the jersey. But but that one makes made sense to change. That has like nothing to do with what the logo was. That was just playing off of the Hawks.
0: Right. Which is kind of weird.
1: Yeah. But
0: like I don't know. It's the Blackhawks and then the Winter Hawks. And they were like, Yeah, we can use that logo.
1: <laughs> we can use the logo. Um But, yeah, there's really, I mean, other than that, not much to talk about with the Hawks. I don't think anything's expected. The team's pretty much set. Um, All RFAs are signed, um, all this kind of stuff. Maybe eventually they add some players, you know, to take on contracts and all that kind of stuff, but that's not going to be till trade deadline time. So it's going to be very boring to talk about, like, behind-the-scenes stuff for the Hawks, I think, for a little bit yeah <laughs> so we'll 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 do a quick transition then i
0: th- I think it was just the only other thing that came out was just more word from kyle davidson that patty kane and jonathan Taves have not requested a trade
1: oh yeah Keenwatch watch 2022 update four nothing and has changed
0: nothing has changed no trade has been requested still
1: Patrick Kane goes to the airport to go to biosteel camp and the whole world's burning down. Patrick Kane is literally on video for Fifth Third and their Instagram story at Fifth Third practicing in his Blackhawk jersey and nobody bats an eye and says a thing. Kane is a Chicago Blackhawk until, i say probably till February, maybe even January.
0: Actually, um, some Hawks news. They released the National tv broadcast schedule oh, yeah or not schedule but like um games by team and the hawks have 14 nationally broadcasted games which i think is hilarious
1: why the they f- not gonna
0: be good <laughs> and they have double the amount of games as florida who just did they, cont- they won the presidents last year right the yeah.
1: presidents yeah i yeah. mean and face it they're cup contenders still like they are still one Montreal teams?
0: has zero nationally broadcasted games. I didn't even All see Canada's of Canada's got like, Canada just got screwed. Yeah. I mean, they probably have a lot of games on TSN, but That's true. It's not going to be like all over ESPN and ABC.
1: But what is it between Ottawa, Montreal, Vancouver, Winnipeg? There's like five total games, or it's like over. Ottawa has one,
0: Winnipeg has one, Vancouver has two, Montreal has zero. The Leafs have eleven.
1: Well, that makes sense.
0: Um Oilers have fourteen. my I feel like I'm missing one. Calgary, oh yeah, Calgary's got four, but yeah, we have the same amount of nationally broadcasted games as Colorado. The most is weird. It's Minnesota and uh Pittsburgh and the Rangers at fifteen.
1: I would love to know how many of those games are against Colorado, too, for the Hawks. Because, you know, the first one is because it's the banner-raising night for Colorado. Mm-hmm. So that'll be one.
0: Funny. It's, it's not going to be good, and it's going to be really annoying, like sad to watch. Arizona's only got four? Come on.
1: You know what's going to be funny? is that, you know, before people would complain on Twitter and, like, social media about how the blackouts are always on national TV and, oh, they're so good, blah, 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 kind of thing. Now it's like, oh, my God, now they're just rubbing in our face that they're tanking for Bedard. Like, <laughs> it's fine with me. No matter what, people are going to be complaining about Blackhauts being on national TV, and I kind of love it. I really do.
0: Yeah, you know, just always on the minds of everybody.
1: <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, so kind of associated with Hawks talk and transitioning over to NHL talk. Uh, there's some contracts yeah. contracts that have been signed. Uh, one that we've been talking about, uh, Tanner was hoping for another RFA uh, offer sheet out there. Was not meant to be. Uh, nope. Kirby Doc signs his extension with Montreal. It was four years at what was it three point
0: three point three six two five.
1: Now I had somebody ask me, is this a good, was that a good deal for Kirby or is it an overpay? And I think it's one of those too, too early to tell.
0: Yeah. I mean, if he plays up to like his draft position, that's going to be a a fantastic deal. If he continues just kind of what was going on in Chicago, then it's going to be an overpay and the Hawks will likely win the trade just straight up.
1: Here, so here's my question. I kind of was thinking about this today, too. About that, when you said, um, if he plays up to his draft position, is it possible that he was over like overvalued? There's a reach, there's a a huge reach, and maybe he gets to a level where he's showing improvement, but it still doesn't reach third overall pick potential. And people are always going to consider him a bust, even though he. You could potentially have a great career if, say, he was drafted later in the top ten or maybe like top fifteen.
0: Yeah, I is, mean, is, this, is he just set he, up to be a bust? Went, like, if he went like seven, eight, or nine, and is where he has at currently, like, I don't think anybody is saying anything about him being a bust. Yeah, but because one of the reasons for that too is just like when he was drafted like that wasn't anybody on anybody's mind it was between like I think Turcott and like Byram um Dylan Cousins like those those were like the three guys I think that everybody was like it's gonna be one of them one of them one of them and then they announced the, the pick and when everybody's like huh that was a surprise yeah. and like what sucks too is like after that like Moritz Sider was number six and and then that's what stole the show really because everybody's like wow what a terrible pick and then it's like I wish we would have had that kind of like surprise
1: (laughs) yeah um and I think that just shows you again the difference between a great GM and a mediocre GM Stevie Y versus a Bowman but I mean so it's like, is it just to this point where this kid just needs to to have him enjoy his career, get paid, what he can get paid and all this? Because no one's ever going to give him the t- the credit he deserves because yeah. he's always going to have that top three.
0: I think he's going to into, a, into a tougher market too. Like Chicago, like we're kind of on the downswing. Like if he was playing poorly and we were playing really well as a team, I think he would get a lot more shit. Yeah. But the team wasn't good. Like, he wasn't playing super great, but he had, like, spurts of, like, looking really good. And I think just Montreal, like, they're psychopaths. So, I don't know. It could end up, like, not being great if he doesn't play well. But the other thing, too, is, like, he's not going to be seen as, like, the next up-and-coming, like, guy on their team. Like, they have Cole Caulfield. They have Nick Suzuki. um, Which, yeah, like, they have a lot of, they have other young guys that they're going to be looking forward to, and like, Suzuki's going to be the guy that they're looking at as the 1C, where like Kirby Doc was like, hey, that's our next 1C. Yeah. And it's like, this doesn't look like it's turning out that way right now. It looks like he's going to be more of a defensive kind of centerman. But, I mean, could be, could be good for him. But, uh, like I said, like, if he doesn't perform up to like the standards of Montreal, even though the team's not going to be like super great, like I don't know, could suck.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I'm super excited to see what happens though with Montreal, um, especially with him being with Saint Louis, um, coaching because yeah. you saw like the little time that he had with Caulfield and what he did. He had a different type of player and all that, but still, you put that offensive mind into to a kid that. He let's face it, he had no confidence in the offensive game. He was pretty much, you know, snake bitten every time. All of his goals were like just lucky bounces and all that type of thing. He just, no matter what he tried to do, he, he couldn't pull it off. He, he would overdeak or over dangle himself and all that kind of stuff. So, getting a guy like St. Louis to kind of like hone that in for him would be just fantastic. Uh, the other big signing well, I mean, not the other big signing, the big signing. That happened. That was announced today. That kind of I think came out of nowhere. Uh, was Ottawa Tim? Yeah. Uh, Tim Stutzl. Stutzla? Stutzla. I just, I don't know.
0: Stutzla, eight years.
1: Stutzla. Eight year. Uh, what was it, eight point three five?
0: Yeah. Wow. Eight years. Eight point three five. It's crazy. Well, oh, you know what's weird is that it's all. There's none like. There's no like signing bonus. Any of those years, he also has a a no amount of like 10 team no trade list in the final four years of it. He's only 20, it doesn't kick in until after next season. So they have him locked up right now for nine years, which I mean is insane. He had a great year last year 22 goals, 36 assists, 58 points in 79 games, like minus 27, but the team wasn't great defensively, and now he's going to be playing likely on a line with DeBrinket and Giroux.
1: Oh, God.
0: That's going to be so Ottawa nasty. is going to be... This looks like such an overpay right now, but, like, if he puts up... A, if he is close to, like, a point per game on this upcoming season, it's going to be similar to, like, when, like, Drysdale got signed for that, like, 8.35. Like, if this kid just keeps getting better and better, like, there's a reason he was drafted, like, third overall that year. He's pretty
1: pretty awesome huh. it's kind of funny like we're talking about this contract after last week we were talking about uh the thompson contract yeah. uh, we're like making fun of buffalo for you know putting that much into a to a player but and it's kind of the same situation he's had one good year i mean he's a solid player he's got one good year in his bank but at the end of the day like he said he is only 20 years old
0: Mm -hmm. he's He's, gonna be a good rookie season too yeah i mean
1: he is gonna be sick um and the cool like the really interesting thing like this ottawa team i think is becoming so interesting at how they're being built like they have the chicago Blackhawks effect like their owner passes Mm -hmm. new people come in they they flip the narrative they start spending money they start investing in players and all that and while we haven't seen it on the ice yet like i mean it's fucking great what they've done so far. yeah. And then on top of that, you have your core locked down for the next five plus years.
0: Yeah. It's just curious to know what's going to happen with DeBrinket Cause he hasn't signed yet. And we've talked about it before, but his qualifying offer for his, because he's an RFA is 9.5. So they either got to like come up with a deal for under 9.5 that he agrees to, which I, well, I don't know like why you would, do that, you're an all-star, you're a 40 plus goal scorer, like you're gonna be really goddamn good. Or they qualify for 9.5, they lock up eight forwards at around 50 million for next year. So you still gotta f- <laughs> like, I don't know, let's say the cap goes up like to 85 million, maybe you have 35 million to sign. I don't know. It was like four more defensemen. Are you talking and, about next
1: year? The Cap Yeah. Like the season? Okay.
0: Yeah. And then you don't have Cam Talbot. Like there's, you have 35 million to kind of sign four forwards, four defensemen, and likely a starting goalie or a bet or like a 1B goalie. And I don't know if that's going to be like a ton of, a ton of to like work with. So they also don't even have Alex Foreman signed currently, too was another one of their draft picks who had like, an I'm pretty sure he had a decent season last year, maybe not 32 points in 79 games.
1: So we're talking about like, why would he take like less money? Do you think they can pitch him if this team is really competitive this year? Like, I, I don't think they're ready to make that jump where they're like, okay, they're, they're a threat. I think they make the jump where they can contend for a playoff spot. They might miss it, but they're right there. Do you think they could be like, Hey, Cats going up a little bit next year. Work with us on this deal. The following seasons, when it's expected to go up a lot, we take care of you right away. Is that something that you think a player would be interested in? Or do you I don't know. Take I feel like a, I
0: feel like he would pref- Like if I was a player, I would prefer like a long-term year. deal. Yeah. And it, like you said, like if it, if the cap does go up significantly, like the is it next year or the year after? It it's supposed to
1: be like after the next season, after the twenty three twenty four season.
0: I I think honestly, it's probably a better idea to lock him up, suffer for a season where you might not have the depth because of the cap being lower. But then once it goes up significantly, you take that off season. You fill in, when you already have, like you mentioned, like your core, you would have Brady Kachuk, Josh Norris. You have Claude Giroux until the end of 2025. You have Drake Batherson, uh, Matthew Joseph, Tim Stutzla. Like, in three years, you have six forwards signed, and then if you lock DeBrinke it up, that'd be seven. Yeah. I mean, that's not too bad. You just don't really have any defense besides Thomas Shabbat locked up there. I don't know. I feel like they probably want to, like, I know Ottawa fans want Jake Chikrin. Yeah. I just, I think that they're, the asking price for him is just too much still. But, I mean, you want, like, a. a, I think he's right a right-handed defenseman. You just had Thomas Shabbat and Jake Chikrin as, like, your top two. It's kind of, and you had them locked up Be pretty sick.
1: Uh, Cat Friendly has Chikrin as left and right.
0: What handedness is he? Uh, he
1: is left.
0: Oh, so he would be a lefty as well as Shabbat. But either way, it's still like two pretty goddamn good defensemen that you'd have.
1: So do you – so here's the other thing then. Do you go in on Chikrin? eat some of Debrinket's cap this year at the deadline – Get some prospects coming in picks and all that, move him to another team. So then it's like you're really, you didn't give up much. Let's face it, you didn't give up much for him.
0: Flip him for better. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't do that. I just wouldn't because like him being an RFA just kind of like if he doesn't want to sign. Or if you just do like his qualifying offer at one year at 9.5, like that doesn't really kill you as much. And then maybe if any team wanted to offer sheet him, that's like over 10 million, it's like two, three plus first round picks, which I don't think anybody would do because teams are scared about that.
1: Everybody <laughs> unless, first round unless
0: yeah, unless you're like a team that's like clearly in the hunt, like Vegas, but I don't even, they wouldn't even have the cap for that, right? Like, Couldn't have like Eichel at 10 million, like, like Ryan or Mark Stone at like 9.5, and then like Debrinka at like 10 million. Like, they
1: don't even have a goalie.
0: I don't know how,
1: like, Vegas people, I don't know how Vegas they still think Vegas is going to be in the hunt when they don't even have a fucking goalie. I don't
0: know, man. That is such a shit show
1: organization right now. But, yeah. If they were to move them, and I hate even putting this out in the universe, uh, Stevie Y,
0: it doesn't well, unless it was like an off season thing, like after the like, and he's an unsigned RFA. Stevie Y is really good at picking up guys that are unsigned RFAs,
1: it <laughs> just writes, and
0: it, it's, it's the weirdest thing when he trades for them, like Billy Huso. Or not Billy Huse, but uh, Alex Nadalkovich, where he traded like a second or a third or something like that for him.
1: Right can, now, listen. they only have. I mean, they have just over eight million projected cap space. Uh, mm-hmm. next year they have to worry about Larkin, uh, Bertuzzi, uh, P. Suter, uh, Sundquist, uh, Adam er- 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 Ernie Ernie. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, um,
0: those are guys that like. If you lose them, like, is it that bad? Mata like Tyler Bautuzy really and Walton. Dylan Larkin, you would probably want to keep on, like, on the team. Well, but like, yeah.
1: But putting that out there, it's like this is a team that can afford him, and Debrinket yeah. is from from Michigan. Yeah. And as much as I hate to say it, it would be kind of sick to see Detroit come back to their glory on the backs of two homegrown kids, like home kids in Larkin and Debrinket. That would be sick.
0: Yeah projected cap space is like just under forty one point five million next year.
1: That's fucking
0: nuts. I'm sure they can they can make it work. I mean, you know, I think it kind of depends too on like how well maybe Detroit does this season. Like if they're knocking on the door of being like in the playoffs, then maybe they do make an offseason move like that. Because if you are gonna try and make the playoffs of the year after, like having Trading a future first round pick for DeBrinket and maybe a prospect, and then you can lock them up because, like, I don't know, unless you do like a sign and trade, which happened for the first time ever. <laughs> but yeah, I guess, ah, uh, yeah, I don't know, man.
1: Already um, looking forward to next offseason.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Let's like put themselves in that kind of place. Also, like Ottawa did sign Eric Branstrom to a one-year, $900,000 deal. He was uh, one of the pieces that, like, was supposed to be a good offensive defenseman that was uh, in the trade for Mark Stone from Vegas. He was one of Vegas's first, like, three first-round picks. Oh, yeah. I guess it's kind of like a prove-it, like, deal. Let's see oh. here.
1: Yeah, in 116 NHL games, he's had two goals, 29 assists, 31 points.
0: Yeah, he was drafted 15th overall in 2017. I think they were probably expecting a little more out of that in that trade, but he's a nice guy, had, too. Sometimes, like, that's the thing. Sometimes, like, defensemen take a little bit longer than forwards.
1: That's like, the thing. Just... Yeah. Like, We've talked about that before. Forwards are the like the one position I feel, if you're a top pick, you could probably jump into the league right away. Defensemen, you probably need up to like three years, maybe at the earliest, to make that jump. Yeah. Also, if you're
0: like if you're measured at five ten, yeah, like you're not a big guy, you're gonna have and and what is he? He's twenty three now, so like for the past few years, you're still trying to bulk up. And you're going, like you're likely playing in front or going in corners with guys like, I don't know. He's in, he's in Ottawa. So like, like Zach Cassian coming down into the corner or in front of the net with you, like yeah. He's like, what are you gonna fucking do, man? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna take it, go. I, I, What's well, I like Ottawa? Of that. Ottawa hasn't really been that great of a defensive team. And, like, they've been on the losing side a lot. So, like, if you're a guy that's that's more offensive-minded and your team's not generating a lot of offense, it's not going to look great for you. Right. But, yeah. Um. The other one that we haven't really mentioned, which happened, like, I think, like, after we recorded last week, JT Miller. Oh, yeah. He signed the seven-year deal for $8 million, which is, I think, hilarious just because he's one of the guys that's everybody's been like, if – like, where's JT Miller gonna go? Where's Patty King gonna go? Where, like, <laughs> and and then all of a sudden, Vancouver's just like, no, we're just gonna keep him. <laughs> he's on the trade block, like at the trade deadline, and we're gonna keep him. How do you how do you feel about
1: this trade, like, or let's pay or not pay trade the the signing? I mean, you think good good move by them? Overpay? Yeah.
0: I mean, he. I think he's a great player. He's a he's such a good. All around player, and he was just a point shy of a, of a hundred last year. It's like, sure, you can probably get a lot for him, but I don't think that Vancouver is in like rebuild, retool. Like, I think they wanted to like be better, yeah, and they wanted to keep what they have. Like, I think what was it? Elias Petterson didn't have, hasn't played like super hot. I guess he had a decent season last year, sixty eight in eighty.
1: Yeah, was it the year before? It was kind of like a drop off for him. I mean, that's still kind of a drop off. 21 and 26,
0: but he, like, two, in 2019, 2020, he had 66 and 68, which was like just shy of a point per game. I, he's still a good player. I just think maybe there was a lot less talk about them. Like, the, Vancouver had a lot of issues during the COVID years, you know? Like, oh, yeah. they had a bunch of games in a row that, like, they had to get postponed and they were just, they've been kind of screwed lately. They also got that Andre Kuzmenko guy. Um, this off season, who I think is like supposed to be a really good Russian player. He had fifty three points in forty five games in the k a or in the kHL last year. So I think they they want they're, I'm sure they get they wanted like to be a lot better than last. I, I think what was it? Last season they just missed the playoffs too. And it was like they were right behind Vegas, maybe.
1: I mean that Pacific division was ninety so
0: ninety-two points. Vegas had ninety-four. Yeah, they just missed the they just missed the playoffs. And I, and they were still kind of suffering a bit. Plus, like Dr. Demko is gonna should be a lot better this year, too. Like he's been just improving, I think. Let's see, last year 272 and a 915. 64 games though. Like that's his first like full season as the starter. Yeah. Not too not too bad. So, maybe maybe we see Vancouver on the upswing a bit.
1: God, that fucking OEL picking up that contract hurts.
0: Yeah. Well, Tyler Myers at $6 million too. That's that's not great. They still got five seasons of, of OEL. I think they want to get rid of Connor Garland, too. I guess I don't think he had a great season with them last year.
1: They got to figure something out because now their captain, Bo Hovert, needs a contract and they're corvette corvette kind of, yeah <laughs> what did I say? hovert
0: over no, like, but hovert
1: um but no like he needs a contract too and now they're kind of saying that it's like is he just now is he gonna be a casualty and he's gonna be gone like
0: it was... i mean if they're not in the playoffs like i can see that vancouver's a bit oh i feel like they've been a team that's never afraid to move like any kind of stars like they got Bo Horvat because they traded Corey Schneider when he was like at probably the peak the of his game yeah it was just it was straight up literally like first o- like eighth overall for Corey Schneider turned into Bo Horvat and they traded Luongo like they've traded like guys like like big names and except for like the Sedines, they've traded like pretty big names on their team like they're not afraid to move people yeah. even if it's their captain or not there were just like a lot I, of
1: people. A lot of people that cover the Vancouver Canucks too were kind of surprised because they kept hearing that he was closer to a deal than JT Miller. Yeah, and so, now all well, of that's the thing. It,
0: like now, you would probably like do you do you compare the two? Like Bo Horvat's more of like a two way. Like I don't he doesn't put up like a ton of points, but he's still a good player, isn't he? Like fifty two points in seventy games last year. He was a plus player at plus three.
1: He's that, he is that Taves type player where yeah. what he brings to the team, it doesn't always.
0: He's uh, good for up. around 50 to 60 points. Like, and he's your, I mean, I don't know if he's your number one center. I think maybe he's him and Elias Patterson are like one a and one B. But I don't know, maybe if he, he doesn't have anything kind of lined up, maybe he is somebody that they trade at the deadline. Man, I just don't pay attention to Vancouver. Oh yeah, they oh they signed Ilya Mikhaev too. That's off season. Chris Lazar, Wells. Yeah, I will see what they got, man. But that's a pretty big deal after a lot of people speculating that he was going to be traded for the last like month like five six months yeah it, it, the was, the it was
1: the whole thing was not when if or no or, or not if when he's going to get traded kind of thing yeah. more than so it the was like, yeah, like where it is he is going? like
0: the the DeBrinket verbiage it was just like when is that going to happen and then now it was like him and kane were like the big like oh who's going to get these guys who's going to make the move if you can't get kane or you could probably get jt miller for a little bit cheaper and it's just like he's locked up now
1: um, Kane just signed an eight
0: years. I was bucket. just about to say the, <laughs> the shock
1: of the offseason is going to be Kane signs an eight year deal.
0: Yeah. Oh God, that'd be great. Eight
1: <laughs> years, seven million. Let's go.
0: I mean, just to sell tickets, Kane or just stay here forever.
1: Got to do something. Ah, uh, the other thing that I have here too is we saw the fir- we got our first glimpse at jersey ads. Oh yeah. Um, at the rookie showcase. Uh, what was that for? Like, that wasn't like Arizona... for Arizona. Like... Arizona, uh, Vancouver, not Vancouver, Washington,
0: Washington, Vegas. Um, um, yeah, I don't remember all of them,
1: but it's so. In my opinion, they're still bad. I don't like it. I wish they right. weren't doing it. I think Coyotes did the best because it wasn't that big. What's nice about them is they're able to blend them in with the jersey. Like Yeah, the patches not...
0: themselves are the same color as the jersey.
1: Yeah, so it kind of helps. There was one, I don't know who it was, but I'm just like, this is way too big. Um, was it Boston maybe?
0: I honestly do not know. But anyway,
1: <laughs> so those are coming. And then there was a video of Reichel on the ice doing, they were doing like a shootout, and they had players like giving like a judge score, like the dunk competition kind of thing. And I did notice that the Hawks jersey didn't have an ad on it yet. I know that's not gonna stay that way, but it was nice to see the Hawks jersey still with no ad while all these other jerseys had them on there. So at the end of the day, what does it matter? Like I don't I don't understand why you would agree to do that. Like, why would you spend so much money and have your jersey or your ad on a jersey when realistically who's gonna see it?
0: Yeah, it's so the ones that I finally found it. It's Pittsburgh, Washington, Arizona, Vegas, and then Minnesota that have the ads on the jerseys right now.
1: Maybe it was Pittsburgh that was huge. Um,
0: maybe. No, Pittsburgh's isn't, they're not like terrible. I think the worst is probably Minnesota's because like the color of the ad, it's Tria and then it has. Oh, like, yeah. A, like a really light green and light blue, like square w- where the other ones kind of blend into the jerseys. And it this also kind of stands out a lot.
1: <laughs> and they're kind of confirming that Vegas is going with that gold jersey as their new home Jersey too,
0: Ugh.
1: which is terrible.
0: <laughs> Woof. I, I mean, just too much, but you know, Vegas is, is a whole other beast of just too much.
1: Yeah, uh, so there's that. Um, do you got any other news, really? Uh,
0: you know, I don't.
1: So, I had a feeling this was going to happen today, so I put the back all out there on Instagram and various social medias for some questions. Um, we got a couple in here, um, a couple of people we know, a couple anonymous ones. Um, so let's start with one that we kind of – because you mentioned his name earlier. This came from Washed Up Goalie, who is the host of the Tendy Talk podcast, which Tanner was on last yeah. year. Uh, he goes, should the Hawks sign PK to a one-year deal?
0: No. <laughs> uh, I don't Straight think To so. the point. Like, I don't I – don't There's no value that to it. Anything. It doesn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. You know, like, kind of want to get rid of guys that are – I mean – I don't know. See all, uh, all the guys brought it Like maybe like you get you get PK eighty eight and PK whatever his number is now.
1: PK seventy six. <laughs> Seventy-six.
0: Yeah. But like what would you what would he sign for? You it know? has to be
1: league minimum, no. One a million? League min? min?
0: No way. I don't think PK Superman signed for like a league min after just making nine mil. There's no he put up up 22 points in 77 games last year.
1: The problem I have with him, like bringing him in, is he has no value. I think as a trade as a trade piece, I think Jack Johnson has value because he's he's won last year. He's had an extremely cheap contact contract. Domi, Anthu, cheap or not? It was like
0: PK Subban at like two mil, and you're right side is seth jones jake mccabe and pk suban 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 the left side is caleb jones jack johnson and riley Stellman. and who you're losing who? games man <laughs> you're losing games that's true we already had one suban why not get another
1: yeah hopefully we get this one then we get something in future considerations
0: yeah maybe maybe <laughs> I I think that the whole reason, like, like Subban like, wasn't moved at all from Jersey was just because of that contract, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't hate it because do whatever. It, the team's not going to be good. <laughs> like, getting PK Subban is not going to make the Hawks good. Um, and, like,
1: cool. Go for it. For a pure tank reason, sign him.
0: Yeah, like, why not? Like, you can – if he plays well enough and we get picks out of it, great. You know, like if he has a good season and we f- are able to trade him at the deadline for like anything, awesome. That's great. He comes here. Guess what? He gets ice time. Yeah. I think that's like, that's one of those things that even if he does sign for like three mil, he does the Domi Athanasio contract. Cool. Doesn't hurt anybody. Like we, we take a little cap space sign PK Suban, see what we can get in at the trade deadline. Cool.
1: The only thing that kind of hurts, but I guess, cause I mean, we have two guys we're planning to trade anyways, is, you know, the the, the ability to take on a bad contract at the right. deadline. That's the one thing that's, that's something having the cat space to take on a bad contract, I think is a, worth a lot more than, than bringing in PK Right. just to make us worse. And we're saying that like it, like he's immediately going to be bad. Like who knows? Maybe he well, figure something like, out. Yeah,
0: you can you get him on a deal that like isn't like kind of shitty towards him, and is fair enough that like teams would want to get if he has like a decent season. Which have- I think is I think that it would be fair at that Domi and Athanasio kind of price.
1: We are like, at seven and a half million in cap space.
0: Like what are some comparable defensemen from last year to PK Suban? I I don't know why I keep saying his name in different ways. I just like can't decide whether I want to say Suban or Suban. But what are the
1: comparables.
0: Like what it like who who had around the same like similar stats as him last year? Like I have no idea. Where does he fall? Has like a defensive ranking. Uh, it's it's crazy to me, like the drop off from him too. So he went from.
1: Oh, you can't pull it? him up on that comparable thing because he doesn't have a contract.
0: Oh really? Like, uh, like I, I wouldn't hate it, but I wouldn't love it. So don't doesn't really bother me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do whatever.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Uh. <laughs> all right. Next question. <laughs>
0: Just yeah i I feel like PK Brown should be playing somewhere like if it's with the Hawks cool, like that's fine, like I don't know. you're thinking about other like I just don't think if he's going for making nine million if he's gonna come here on like a one to three million dollar deal, but like I don't know who's gonna be paying more than that,
1: also really don't know the mindset like you've heard his agent saying that he's just looking for the right opportunity, but like with his off ice like career like you know social media and all that kind of stuff, it's like where's his motivation to play hockey still it seemed right. like yeah it seemed like he was unless, more worried
0: unless he wants to go to like toronto yeah like come here get get a little bit of a contract at like remill like i'm saying go to toronto at 1.5 at the deadline there you go
1: <laughs> all right here is the last of these are all anonymous um what would you change in the NHL to make it more appealing, appealing or improve the game?
0: Damn. Um,
1: That's the only really thinker of, this, of These questions. What the? Okay. F-
0: yeah. I saw one thing online before that was a really good idea. I don't. It was on Reddit. I don't. Like honestly, I, w- I don't think I'll be able to find it again.
1: Original six day.
0: Yeah. Original six day. <laughs> where like, it, 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 i I wish i could find out who said it um but the idea was it's been going on for a
1: while now yeah
0: yeah just having having a day where all the games that are played it's just a, like three games that day and it's boston and the rangers toronto against montreal and then detroit versus chicago i mean that, you know, that would yeah that would, that would be sick but like also <laughs> if you just have them wear like classic jerseys too like that would be that'd be awesome I mean I don't know, dude, like soft we... cap,
1: soft salary cap.
0: Soft salary cap. Sure. Does that make the game better? I don't know. I think... That kind of puts a, a distance between a lot or a, a more of a distance between teams when you get teams like Toronto that's like made of money in Montreal just flood flooded with fucking good players everybody's making 11.5
1: <laughs> but you still gotta take into account too that they're paying up like with the soft cap they would still be have to pay a fine that would get distributed yeah, to, the, to the lower salary teams to give them more money too
0: okay
1: just no i'm just, I'm just saying i don't know if that changes. anything you That's still not. have
0: to you still have to attract players to those places
1: fine okay like, i
0: i was just throwing it out there
1: just 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 Pass passing over if you want to sauce it back and we'll put it away, that's fine. Let's toss <laughs> it. Let's toss yeah. awesome.
0: But like I don't know, man. Like like what do you what would you change? Get rid of the trapezoid. <laughs> Get rid of the trapezoid. Like goalies play the puck.
1: Get rid um, of the red lines.
0: I I I mean one thing would make it better is change the way points are distributed. Three points for a win.
1: That's yeah, that.
0: Two points for an OT win. One point for an OT loss or whatever. No points for a regulation loss.
1: Um, I also think overtime should change. Should be 20-minute, three-on-three. You know, five, start at five, three-on-three. On three. No one scores, goes to 10, three-on-three. On three. No one scores, go up to 20.
0: You just add time?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: add so time. Un- and then, unlimited se- sudden death?
1: And then, no, so you add time. And then you shorten the bench.
0: We go go Wayne Gretzky 3D hockey. It's sudden death. First team to score wins. Cross-checking is allowed, and you're allowed (laughs) to hit the goalie.
1: But, no, I'm serious. (laughs) Or you do one one 20-minute overtime, but, like, a shootout, you have to assign only certain players that are allowed to play. So you shorten the bench.
0: They already shorten the bench anyway.
1: But I'm saying, though, like, but even if, say, something gets happened, like, oh, this person was out there for five minutes – we'll grab somebody off the bench. You can only pick six skaters. And only those six skaters can play overtime.
0: Maybe. <laughs> like, you have designated overtime players.
1: Basically, whatever it's going yeah, it, like, it to take better. to get rid of like, shootouts.
0: Like, casual fans like the shootout.
1: And that's the worst fucking thing.
0: I think it's hilarious. I, fucking I think it. it's kind of cool, man. Like, I know that like, Canary is, like, always, always exciting to watch in the shootout. There's guys that are like thrive in the shootout, which are really fun to watch. I'm I just... guess it's, it sucks when you're a team like Vegas and you go fucking zero and seventeen, <laughs> <laughs> and your team and your fucking season's on the line.
1: I just I'm team like I don't think a game should be determined by a skills competition. I just I I think it should be figured I mean, out. The I whole game a way is to a finish skills it skills competition really. But there's a difference between showing the skill during a, what what do you have during a game versus a, something that's in the skills competition portion of the All Star Weekend.
0: Yeah, I don't know. have a have a sauce competition or like I can get the ring, get the rings and the targets out and like see <laughs> who <laughs> so can nail the five targets the fastest on the team. You choose two players and you average the times. I don't know. Might
1: as well just you shoot the puck. Like they do between intermissions. Yeah, right? right. That's how you decide <laughs> the game winner.
0: Get Caner in the fucking stands and start saucing pucks at at the ice for points. Win every time.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Favorite player and the team you hate the most, current or former. Fuck. Mine would probably be Datsuk.
0: Yeah. I don't even know if I hate Detroit the most anymore.
1: But I mean, I, when I when I was a fan of Datsuk, I fucking hated Detroit, and I hated that he played for Detroit because I was never able to get his jersey. I refused to get his jersey because of that.
0: Tarasenko, like it's hard to hate Tarasenko. He's so good, but I fucking hate playing against him. Uh, Brandon Saad, I think that's easy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brandon Saad on whatever team he goes, basically.
0: Yeah, I mean he's on St. Louis right now, so.
1: I guess. Oh, I don't know, Phil Kessel. Oh, yeah, he's on Vegas. Fuck Vegas. <laughs> yeah,
0: Kessel. That's a good one, too. There's three so, teams. Yeah, I'd say Datsuk, Datsu, Sad, Kessel.
1: Any goalies? Pashik? You hated Buffalo? Detroit? Oh, yeah, I guess. You, you literally said, though, I don't know if I hate Detroit.
0: Yeah, but like at the time.
1: Okay. I right,
0: know, just... that's what we're saying. Like at the All time, right, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't like Detroit, and Datsuk was nasty. And it's just like, fuck, man, he's so good. I, I don't know. I kind of more respect Detroit still and like love the rivalry. Whereas like, I, I hate St. Louis, like fuck St. Louis.
1: It's a different hate for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, Definitely
1: yeah. A different hate. All right. Last question. And we'll wrap this up. Uh, and I thought this one was just funny because of our old lake winter lake trips. Uh, what would be your goal song?
0: It, I had hotline blink. Yeah, then you <laughs> fucking, I
1: fucking hated that.
0: What <laughs> would be my goals? Oh, fuck. Um what is it? Out for a rip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you always had good
1: I, one. You always had good ones. Uh
0: yeah, I think that song's hilarious.
1: I had I had uh
0: by by Shark Tank.
1: Shark Tank.
0: Um
1: we still I, have Shark Tank.
0: Oh that's hilarious. I don't know, man. I feel uh, like I I feel like it would change all the time. If I don't have any cool anything cool, like Patty Kane would have like rock me like a hurricane. Or rock yeah. me like a hurricane. Like what would
1: I dunno. I think what I had, I had like I've had Ninja Wrap by Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I think I had bombshell by power man one here.
0: Oh well, Jesus.
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> So, yeah, that's our answer. We don't know. Definitely won't be Chelsea Dagger. That's for damn sure.
0: No, definitely not.
1: <laughs> but, all right, Tanner, you got anything else?
0: No, man.
1: All right, episode 190, what do you want to call it?
0: Uh, the lull episode. The wall. <laughs> Perfect.
1: All right, so with that being said, Next or you,
0: or we can have it be the doctor's the doctor sciences papers <laughs> no that's that's so fucking that's fucking great the doctor's note
1: <laughs> <laughs> the doc is in,
0: yeah, now I mean I feel like that's something we had before, but what? yeah, um
1: yeah, so with that being said, with the season just around the corner training camp starting, we kind of are going to take our time pre- getting a little preview for the season. So each week from here until opening night, we're going to be previewing a division. Um, I don't know. If we established the order just yet. Um,
0: Probably but then, Eastern Conference first. <laughs> yeah,
1: It will just go Eastern Conference, and then the last will be Western Conference. Then the week of opening night, we will do a Chicago Blackhawks preview along with our season predictions and hot takes and all that good stuff. Um, So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, I think we've been super excited about the season. We've been kind of talking a little bit about those episodes going forward and just getting us so jacked up for this year. I think with the Hawks being so bad, it's going to be a lot of fun to kind of watch more hockey. And kind of like a like just kind of get a better grip on the entire league on top of this, on top of the Hawks. Um, I know we got a lot of stuff, cool stuff planned that we want to do this year, so I'm super looking forward to it. Uh, so yeah, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, uh, make sure to follow the social medias at WCB Podcast, um, the hockey or the Windy City Betters Podcast on facebook like that um and then hey check out check me out now on hockey buzz i'm uh, officially the chicago Blackhawks blogger for the website so i will start doing some cool shit on there too um yeah other than that i got nothing
0: yeah
1: all right so for uh for jeremy tanner we will see you next week
0: all right love you boys bye the windy city benders podcast Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.